Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Friends, in the readings for today, we consider the figure of St. Joseph. So let us accompany one another as we think about the importance of silence for our spiritual journey, because we don't hear a single word from St. Joseph, and he is a pivotal player. We know that he was betrothed to Mary in a way that was pleasing to God, but when he finds out that Mary is pregnant, he wants to quietly put the whole thing away and and just release her. But he's visited by an angel, and don't you love that all these readings from Advent really have heaven touching earth in such a way that we see angels appearing, giving messages, and assisting in the way of salvation. So we don't hear John, uh, Joseph's words, but we hear the words of the angel that tells him not to worry and to take Mary in. And even though it is something that won't be easy for Joseph in the culture where he lived to take on uh, a wife that is already pregnant, he does at probably great personal expense and not fully understanding what God had planned for his life. Like in the Old Testament where we have Joseph dealing with dreams, we have the New Testament Joseph also engaged with heaven through dreams in the silence of our lives when we can quiet our minds and really enter deeply into the mysteries of salvation for our own life We can hear God's whispers in places like dreams. If we get very busy, very anxious, and very concerned about the world, oftentimes we stop dreaming and we quiet down the voice that connects us with heaven. But let us rejoice in this week of rejoicing, this third week of Advent, where we are focused on rejoicing in this yes that St. Joseph gives because we often look at the yes of Mary when the angel appears and we hear it in her words. But in Joseph, we don't hear it. We actually see his actions. He takes Mary in. He has to protect her when they have to fly to Egypt. There's the, the killing of the innocents by Herod. He has to protect and provide for the Holy Family. Let us learn in that silence that teaches us to listen for how God is wanting to bring salvation to our lives. Let us take deep breaths and place ourselves in the presence of God. One of the practices that I do when my mind gets very busy, very noisy, very worried, is I imagine actually my thoughts going into a jar and I put them in the altar of heaven. That visual image is very helpful to me because I'm a visual person, a visual learner. Perhaps if you're a visual person as well, that idea can help you. If you're feeling anxiety or you're feeling heavy feelings and you don't know what to do, just place them in a jar and put them in heaven. Because I imagine how Joseph must have done it to say, I'm taking on something that according to the world looks and feels like a burden. But because you, Father, have a plan, I will be a part of it. What we read in the first reading for today is that in Jeremiah, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up a righteous 
shoot to David. And we know from the reading we did yesterday, uh, where we read the genealogy of Jesus from St. Matthew, that it is from Joseph that the connection to David and the connection to the lineage of salvation comes. And Joseph is not the biological father, and yet it's through his righteousness, through his justice, that God provides the Savior. So he's counting on his yes, his affirmation to the plan of salvation. He's taking on Jesus and Mary under his protection for the plan of salvation to happen. So when we hear in Jeremiah, I will raise up a righteous shoot to David, it is coming through Joseph, and that is part of the genealogy. So in that silence, in that uh, humility, that he's not actually going to provide the DNA for Jesus, but he's going to provide that masculine force, that presence, that sharing of a profession, probably the way of prayer and the way of educating a man into the ways of that particular place and time that he had an amazing role in his days, Judah shall be saved. Israel shall dwell in security. This is the name they give him, the Lord, our justice. We hear the word justice in this first reading, and we also hear it in the responsorial psalm. We have been hearing the idea of the second coming of the Lord as well as we prepare for his first coming of the nativity in Bethlehem. We're also aware that at the end of time, Jesus will come to do the, the, the work of a judge. He will look at everybody's actions and make amends for the balance of life to, to be fair. The psalm for today is Psalm 72, and we've been hearing this refrain other days. Justice shall flourish in his time and fullness of peace forever. This idea that Jesus comes as the Prince of Peace is such a contrast to the truth of where he lived, where he didn't even have a place to lay his head. And when he's born, he has to born amongst animals and nobody opens a door for him. That doesn't seem very peaceful for the Holy Family. And he's persecuted and, and the king who is cruel is trying to hunt him down. He is the Prince of Peace, but it doesn't mean that his life contained that peace like Sometimes we could imagine that he could have had anything he wanted. He comes into the fight. And again, I love C.S. Lewis' idea that Jesus sneaks behind enemy lines in the Roman front. And he comes to save us. He comes to show us the way to heaven. So let us pray to our Heavenly Father. Lord, you are the Prince of Peace. Be in our midst to quiet our thoughts and our minds to allow us to place everything that worries us in a jar in the altar of heaven, to learn from St. Joseph the power of silence, the power of an openness to the will of God, even when we don't understand fully the outcomes that God is intending, to be grateful for our salvation that has been wrought through history, that it reaches us today and it is ours, and we claim that the kingdom of heaven be amongst us, that we prepare our way for the Lord that is coming in just less than a week, that we may have warm hearts and that the Lord may reign supreme King of peace in our hearts forever. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. 
You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.